going on yasha boy russell the fourth hey everybody it is me brandy and welcome to another episode of the what they never told us podcast we live man <laughs> and as always on thursdays we got the whole gang with us who here with us back jay we have what? mr robinson what? um we have charity we have sierra and that is all that i see there but i also see um, Nickerson Paul, Calvin Miller, um, Jarek Oliver. I don't know. These people could just stopped in yeah. and went on about their way, but oh, come on, stop in. they said they was in here, so they getting a shout out. How y'all doing? What up, though? Welcome. Hope you guys are well. I uh, hope you guys are doing as good as God wants you to. You want to break the news early or late? Break the news. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's do it early. Okay. Hold on. I, do I got a drum roll or something? You nope. don't have a drum roll. Okay. <laughs> this is it. Episode 21, I believe. And this is it for season five. We are officially taking a break um, to do all the stuff that we need to do. And we'll be back. Don't know when, so don't ask. But it, we will come back, though. <laughs> we will be back. Lord willing. I feel like we can't tell y'all because every time we tell y'all, it, something ends up happening it's, and it gets moved. So It's never when we say. We will be back. We will be back. Um, but Nick Carson. Sorry. Nick. <laughs> yeah, so hey, what's going Nye, on? Nye Carson. What's going on, Pop Calvin? Nye Carson. So, yeah, um, I don't know how many episodes we did in this season, but I feel like it's always around this number that, you know, we start getting a little fatigued. Um, so we will take a break and we'll be back as always. So thank you for rocking with us for season five. And yeah. <laughs> So, um, Jay says, man, when AJ finally released is it was like Christmas. They're talking about AJ. Y'all go check out. What's his AJ official? What's his, his, no, that's the other guy. Drop what? I don't know. He dropped something. Who? My friend AJ? Yeah. Man, when AJ finally released his, it was like Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. (laughs) Nah. He nice too. He, I've been to AJ crib. AJ has like, literally, no, this is not exaggerating, like 2000 songs sitting on his computer. And at least out of the 2,000, 1,000 of them, bangers. <laughs> Other ones are still good, but I'm talking about bangers. Like, oh, this should be on somebody's album. <laughs> Amazing artist. So, yeah. Jarek said he liked good news. Not sure if you... <laughs> okay, I'm not sure if you consider that good or bad news, Jarek, but that's the news. And no, I am not pregnant. Stop the madness. Here's the laugh emoji. <laughs> Stop the madness. That is not happening anymore. No, Nick. Okay, Nick. Okay, <laughs> you see, you're just confusing me, sir. Nick. We are spending gotcha. way too much time <laughs> on the pronunciation of Brother Paul's name. I just want to make sure I get it right. I don't want to be out here calling them Nye. Nye Carson. Nye really, Carson. The, totally changes it. It's Nick. Got you, bro. It's Nick. Um, yes. And I'm glad you said that, Charity. Charity says bring in some guests. That's something we wanted to do for so long. So just so you know, um, I think we talked about this, but... Our setup is in our home, right? So right now it's a school night. Kids in bed or upstairs. So like bringing in guests is not always easy. 
Um, we have done the past via like, you know, bringing people in on FaceTime or over the phone. But that is in our plans. That's something we've always wanted to do. It's always in our plans. So, yes, 100% agree. Um, so, we're looking forward to doing that as well. We anticipate y'all to be back in three weeks, Max. Well, you can anticipate three weeks. You can anticipate all you want to. Nobody's gonna happen. Now you should know just off of a pattern that we've established <laughs> that when we break, we break. So that's not gonna happen. Look here. I'm we thinking gotta, September. We gotta live a little bit. Our podcast about our life for real, for real. So we gotta live a little bit to get content and topics and stuff like that. So we're living every day, but we got to go out and experience stuff. Sometimes we'd be a little tethered. Well, you today. know that's what I meant. I'm saying. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might have not known. <laughs> so um, how many of you guys have watched the last episode? I wanted to put a disclaimer out there because I watched it back. And well, let's see who watched. I misrepresented well. While I'm while I'm talking, y'all could just put in the feedback if y'all <laughs> listen or not. So I, when I watched it back, I it looks 100% like as if. I am unsatisfied and dare I say downright indignant and irate about our sex life. <laughs> and that is not the case. Like there was a part in there where I said like, like, no, I'm just saying what I feel like I, we should be doing because we're young still. And I don't want to get old. Right. And say, you know, cause when we first got married, we went to marriage council. We said we wanted to do it two times a day, <laughs> put out a lofty goal. And I said, like, man, I don't want to age. I don't want to get old. So I was trying to use that as like an intro into our topic, and I think we just stayed there too long, and I went a little too heavy on the intro topic, and I came off irate. I am not unfulfilled. We have not only a fruitful, but dare I say, a bomb sex life, okay? You, I feel like you did not have to go that far. <laughs> I had to. I got a comment that was so sincere, and if you listen to brother, I want you to hear me. I hope you listen to the episode. I got a comment that was so sincere. I wanted to respond, but legitimately didn't know how to. Brother said, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember his exact wording, but it was like, hey, listen, I love you guys' content. Been a fan for a long time. I want to tell you this. Russell, you ruined this episode. He said you made it hard to watch. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. He said, you made this hard to watch, Russell. I mean, no offense. Do better. Just do better. <laughs> and then he hit me with this. Be blessed. I said, ah. <laughs> Don't be sincere and tell me I made the whole episode hard to watch. So I was like, okay. And I hadn't watched it up until this. I was like, Let me go back and watch this episode. And when I watched it back, I said, got a little bit of a point. I can see why you landed there, brother. Like, Okay, all right. So for, you live and you learn. For people who really enjoy watching my facial expressions, this was a great episode to just peep the facial expressions. I really, I, I think I, I'm going to pop myself on the back. I think I did a good job soldiering through the episode. But You were was, frustrated during? Yeah, I mean, not, I wasn't frustrated, except for that one part. That one part, I got frustrated. They had nothing to do with it. I, I know it didn't, but I got yeah. real frustrated at that part. I was frustrated, too. <laughs> but, no, I wasn't frustrated. I just felt like, okay, new information. I legitimately <laughs> didn't know. Legitimately, <laughs> where you're feeling. legitimately, in my head, I was like, okay, let me just exaggerate to, like, give an entertainment aspect into the topic because we knew what we were talking about beforehand we mm -hmm. had a topic and when we started i was like oh man i don't got no intro conversation and i just landed there and i think i just put my foot too heavy on the gas pedal but 
that's nothing. We've we've never even had that conversation or like had no tension around that in our marriage. I, that's why I was like, <laughs> my bad, y'all. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be Steph Curry every game. Like, no tension. <laughs> you know, players mess up sometimes too. You know, my bad. So if you did watch the episode, if you were like, uh, I'm not feeling the vibes. That's on me. My apologies, y'all. <laughs> Jerry said we should do a reality show, and I won't be not for that. I don't think I would do good on reality TV. I think our show would be boring in today's landscape because it'd be more like Run's house. For sure. It I'm would definitely be, be wholesome. I'm going to be in a hot tub, like, run on my phone, writing out. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> it would definitely be wholesome. It wouldn't. Like, Family's I think a core value. Reality TV now needs drama. And I'm not willing to manufacture drama in my relationship for tv um it would be a bunch of nose noisy unruly children and us sitting on the tv sitting on the couch watching Grey's anatomy multiple nights out of the week which is really not fun for most people i feel like we go to church (laughs) i ain't gonna lie i would love to watch our show i think it'd be great (laughs) we do bible study (laughs) we study on it by ourselves and we watch Grey's anatomy but when you have a show like you do stuff yeah, like they you don't make have you do stuff. They manufacture like, stuff. Like so, the kids we've been complaining about going to zoo, so we're going to zoo today. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, like Brandy Russell's ex-wife would like to sit down with you and have a discussion. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> look, my bad. Um, Sierra said she listened twice but didn't watch. That's okay. Listen, watch. That's what we mean. Jay says it was the sex episode part two. Jay said your face when you was like, "We not talking about this on live." Was pure go. I'm gonna keep it for the next meme. <laughs> Just charity says heavy footy, heavy footed ain't all bad. LOL. Manufacturing content. Yeah, we can't do that. We can't. We can't manufacture. I'm content. here for it. No, not oh, unless it's like, oh, y'all want to send us to Disneyland? Let's you can't manufacture content. I'm not. First of all, you trying to be funny. I didn't even say anything. I'm just asking a question. First of all, you trying to be funny. Anybody okay. who has a social media presence manufactures content. Yeah, we can do that. But I'm talking about drama and chaos yeah. for the sake of Eyes will be wholesome. ratings. Yeah, Eyes like if they want to send us to Disney World, we would try to afford that. show wasn't messy. Was it him and um that was more like a like a ghetto runs house, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, you don't gotta call him ghetto runs house because that's rude. It was a little ghetto. They weren't ghetto. They from the south. They just ghetto. different. A little ghetto. Hello. Who was a uh, who was a uh, tiny's friend? Shakana. <laughs> it was a little ghetto. All right, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. They just different. They from the country. I'm here for it. Look, <laughs> I ain't, it wasn't a complaint. I'm here for My it. My mama said she wanted to sit down for the second. Absolutely not. What she say? No, this is no. This is Jay talking about his mom want to sit down for the sex episode. You not getting us canceled, <laughs> and we not even we can't even get canceled. But I bet you that'll do it. <laughs> Absolutely not. We will be having no one's mother, especially getting, not yours. Getting emails like <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> My kids were in the car. <laughs> um, uh, Charity says the best content. Am I the drama? No, we just we can't do it. I like peace and tranquility. Now it don't have to be drama. If they was to follow me back and never mind. No. <laughs> Look, you better tell yourself. I'm about to tell on yourself. It's in there. I just it's put away. Too funny. <laughs> All right, y'all. So listen, if you have not been on our social media today, uh, you might have missed a clip or a uh moment, a little bit of our little mini reality show of where uh we showed like a pre-bedtime routine where in which Brandy 
was what's the thing called a navage? A navage. She was using her navage. Now I know what you're thinking right now. You don't know what navage is, and it sounds like a toy. It's not. It's a. It's an. It's sinus a high powered neti pot. It's a high. It's a. Yeah. It shoots water at one nostril and through the sinus the machine, sucks it out of the other nostril into a vat of water. And you get to see all the contents of your nasal passages. Oh, my God. And it's amazing. It is. But it's for the people who like watching pimples get popped and watching people like drain pus from. just like to breathe freely without being. You no, know I'm saying like you said, it's amazing to watch. Ah. If you like that type of stuff, this would be your bag, right? Dr. Pimple Popper, right? But you said it's a turn off before sexy time. Yeah. It is. It huh? is. There are things. What are some things that your mate spouse could do right before bedtime? That's a turn off. I know some people who like literally say, if my wife comes to bed in a scarf, it's not happening. A like scarf? a scarf or a bonnet. You're weird because you like that type of stuff. <laughs> Russell prefers that. You talk about don't you want don't you want to buy you one of them little moo moo things from Walmart? Hey, uh, I don't. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't like I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't need all the kerfuffle, right? Like, don't get me wrong. If I see you coming with some savage fenty, like on the honeymoon, she had a whole suitcase full of like, like, we finna go to bed, right? Like, we're not going to sleep. We're going to bed. You feel me? Like, she had a whole suitcase with it. And I'm here for it. But it's something about the movement. It's something about the bonnet. It's something about the like unplanned. This is just real how you are in the moment. I'm here for it. When we were talking about like <laughs> sex and our preferences uh, before we got married, one of the things he said is like, like if I could just like you be in your nightgown and your bonnet and you doing laundry and I come up behind you, I'm like, that's your fantasy. That, yeah, like <laughs> that, that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, like when I fantasize, it's never like weird stuff. It's like real life scenarios. Like you doing laundry and I, just, you know, like it's just, hey, what you doing? Stop! When you shh, the kids is upstairs. Like, shh, they gonna hear us. That's my. That's what I fantasize about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me the real. I want real life. You feel me? <laughs> okay. So, um, Jerick says it's the people's choice. Charity says it was the quick go back thought. Never mind. I holler. Yeah. Sometimes I gotta check myself. I'm learning to do that. Uh, Jay says, can we at least have you cry dramatically and run away like they do on Maury? No, no reason for that. <laughs> Charity said a nose toy, snotty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jay said it sounds like an expensive vibrator. Pause there. I we had this. <laughs> so the first time she used the. Navage. Navage. Um, we were listening back to it. Uh, you still got to post that clip. And I was going to say, I'm going to post it without the... Uh, you should just do it. You should play it right now. <laughs> Go find it. I'm going to finish right, reading the comments that you play. Check this out. So what I'm playing you is the Navage being used without the video. This is just the sound. And I want you to tell me what this sound like. Um, this is... We're Christian, I swear. So... Um, where we at? Charity said, Moomoo's are the best. Granny them had 12 kids in a gown. This is very true. I still have not graduated to Moomoo yet. The Moomoo with nothing under it. Stop. <laughs> Shay said, He's a keeper, lol. <laughs> Jay says, Ew, Russ, that's gross. That's what, that's what do it for you. You want a project chick? 
And then the Raw Projects is about like real. Like I know you don't look like that for real. Like you don't go to sleep like that. He, he said, she said, excuse me. He said, B, he wants you to do the head pat and the itchy throat noise. I got both of them down. Nah, he hate both of them. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. No, the head pat don't bother me. You should be like, that, why are you doing that? That, that dragon. He don't like this. He don't like this. That's the one he don't like. <laughs> Yo, in my ear is wild. Like, in the microphone is crazy. <laughs> That's the one he don't like. like. He be so mad. Like, why don't you just go blow your nose? In the ear is crazy. It don't have nothing to do with blowing my nose. It's itch in there, and that's how you scratch it. Getting woke up like that as well. <laughs> Charity said, Jesus, be a fence. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, is there something we can do? Nothing. All right, here we go. Here's the sound. You ready? can't hear it. Oh, I turned it down. Sorry. Oh. Stay, you got to start it over. You just relax. Just relax. Hey, tell me. Hey, yo. What does it sound like? <laughs> Was that the whole thing? <laughs> right there. Here we go. You ready? Okay. I, I feel dirty playing it. <laughs> I feel dirty playing it. Okay. Yeah, it was you talking about. Some, just relax. Just relax. Oh, you talking about the beginning? All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, just relax. Just relax. <laughs> you go get his cancer. <laughs> yeah. That's her using the Navash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Just relax. Just relax. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's not what's pointing out. You got oh, you got your whole life I off know, that. Shanika, like, what did I just walk into? Hey, girl. Charity says, speed two. Yeah, definitely speed two. Uh, Jay says, hey, it sounds like that Kim K sex tape. Shanika <laughs> said, now, wait a minute. <laughs> so, uh, can I say something? If you joined the live while that was playing, I promise you, that's not what you think. It okay? is not. Brandy got a little neti pot, and we were saying that the sound of the video is a stark contrast from what's actually, actually happening. happening. So, what I was going to do is just post the video with it blacked out and be like, Somebody guess what's happening in this video. <laughs> it sound like it sound like Jerry said, Oh heck no, that sound like OnlyFans. Jay said wrong fire. Charity said it's the choking sound for me. <laughs> B was speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. If you ever use it, you will understand. When you're trying to get used to it, it take a little adjusting. So I was choking a little bit. It was me trying to be all supportive. <laughs> just relax. Just relax. And it was a snot. It was so much snot coming. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> just relax. Just relax. She said, <laughs> just calm down. Relax. <laughs> Jonathan Duncan said, it feel that good? That's wild. <laughs> it really does. Now, hold on, though. If, if you've been sick, you know that nostril that don't get no air through? When you feel the... <laughs> like the clearance is like oh it's a lot it's a and, lot and i think it's the fact that 
I'm a nose breather, so I'm used to breathing out my nose, and I couldn't, so I was trying to force myself to breathe out my mouth, because if you don't breathe, you're going to suffocate. So I was like, ah, like that, like trying to forcefully make myself breathe. So this whole episode has went to hell in a handbasket. And hold on, um, <laughs> and y'all didn't answer the question. Drop in the chat, what are things that happen before bedtime that kill the mood? Is it clipping toenails? Is it is it... Do number two. I don't know what it is. Put it in the chat. What is the two? What's mine? The thing that you do? Yep. Oh, it's definitely doing number two. All right. Say no more. <laughs> you just finna go in detail. And don't tell my business to this people. I definitely about to tell them. Okay. <laughs> First is, of, is that let me just sure. say this. Where, like, where our bathroom's at, there's just like one wall separating us from our mm-hmm. bathroom. So, you know. uh, If you tell me it's about to go down, but you got to go to the bathroom first, it's not happening. It's not happening. Because... Literally, I'm thinking about like he got a he got a poopy. What bag. if I hop in the shower afterwards? What was like hop in the shower? No, I did just. I'm not gonna say it, but <laughs> the sound is not. All right, okay, <laughs> all right, yo, you chill. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's for me. That's for me. Um, so Charity says that I kaplunk snotty. Um, Nick says gas. Jay says taking the wig and eyelashes off. Time out. What? Pause right there, ladies. When the eyelashes come off, there should be a designated place for the lash. I've said this before, but when you are disoriented, you just wake up, you go in the bathroom, and you see the especially the ones that like look like little legs on something. That startles you. It scares you. Like put put your lashes up. Okay. I be peeling mine off. They be going anywhere. Whatever's closed. I done top I of the Vaseline jar. I can't tell you how many times I <laughs> woke up in bed and be like, oh, what, <laughs> oh, what is that? Taking the wig off though. So she's supposed to come to bed with her wig on. Now nah, take the wig off. Uh, Kristen says, "Okay, I'm just here to ask about the nose contraption. What the heck is it for? It's for cleaning out your nasal passages." Um. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not liquidating. What's it called? Were you lubricating your nasal passages and um, getting the, like if you have congestion, if you have bad allergies, it helps unplug your nose and get all the snot out. It's called a navage. Jerick says, not washing yo. Hey, that, that's a good one. That'll do it. That'll do it every That'll time. That'll do it. You do not have to worry about me. Jay says B, but what if he try to hold it in? A fart come out. You gonna be mad? No, like I, farts don't bother me. Um, I don't fart like that. He doesn't, so that wouldn't even bother me. But if you gotta go to the bathroom, just go. We just not going. I would say that's another one for me. It's the it's the farts right beforehand. Like if we get in bed and you just burn burn, it's like yeah, I'm good night. <laughs> He lying. <laughs> he lying. I'm just saying. I'm a soldier. I could. I could. I could push through, especially if it's uh, been like. But when it happens, it's it's still like a. Uh, that's kind of gross. That's kind of um, where we got charity. She says, "Look, I don't know if I have one. We usually fresh out the shower." Here you go. Keep it clean. Um. Uh, Tamala says the neti pot. Um, Charity says yes It's a nasal rinse Yes thank you Thank you for helping me out Yep so this one uh, Tamala It's It's like Ooh It's like a neti pot But instead of having to pour It like literally Shoots it up And then the other Nostril part Sucks Sucks it out Into like a water bath It's crazy It's like automated Yeah It's Um, like a sinus vacuum Yeah a saline wash Yes absolutely You have to use 
saline water, excuse me, Jay says, or that silent one before the big O and you trying to figure out where the smell came from. Oh, I ain't never experienced that. Oh, but okay. my God. What? <laughs> I think Jay, Jay, we talking about before, not hey, during. Hey, We're yo. not going to during. Right, you done got too Just excited. Talking about you before. take a time out. You, you know, one thing that, that bothers, not bothers me, but can really ruin the mood for me, like as if something happens with the kids. Like if I'm feeling sexy and I have to stop to go check on the kids or stop something with the dog, like it'll just mess up my whole headspace. And I have to really focus to try to get back into it. And that's not even like body stuff. That's just like, for sure. I'm frustrated and for I don't sure. want to do this no more. For sure. Arguments. I think that's everybody. Like if you get a yeah. little attitude, it's like, I don't even, you know. You remember we were watching that one show on Netflix of the lady who built the sex rooms? Yes. And she talked about like how a lot of couples struggle and they don't realize that it is a setting. The atmosphere is directly related to the um, the status of their room. Like if their room is really, really messy, it ruins the mood for some people. and They don't even realize that that's what does it. That's why for most people hotel sex is bomb because it's like, a, oh, nice room, new environment. Boom. Mm. But. If you haven't noticed this, notice it next time. But clean room with the bed made sex is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree. It's top tier. I don't know why, but <laughs> when the room clean, it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> Got all this space in here. All this space. We can do so many activities. <laughs> <laughs> but she was, she's like a professional sex room builder. And that's one of the things that she was telling one of the couples. She was just like, your room is not conducive for like sexiness and sexual activity. You got clothes everywhere. And a lot of couples don't realize that like the, I don't know what the word is, not the status of your room, but the, what's the word that I'm looking for? The organization, the the clutter, clearing the clutter. Yeah. It will drastically improve the amount that you have sex. If you're doing it in a clean room. Absolutely. If you haven't seen that show, it's on Netflix. It's called how to build a sex room. Um, it's definitely, I mean, clearly by the title, but it's for grownups. <laughs> like, don't watch it with your kids around. Um, and it's also some weird stuff on there. Like, I don't think it's weird because some people are into that stuff. I thought so it was very educational. If you're not, it could be weird. Okay. It's definitely <laughs> educational, but there's some couples on this like, oh, you're into that. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's, it's really good. And it gives you some perspectives on like ways to keep it fresh, keep it interesting. That, and there's another one, Goop. Oh, Goop was really good. Goop on Netflix. That's it was, another one. It was. It wasn't Goop. It was a spinoff of Goop. We'll have to find it. It's by Gwyneth Paltrow, but I thought it was called Goop. No, she has one called Goop, and that's about her company and exploring. But then oh, it was okay. a, it was a separate one. Type um, in Goop, and you'll see both of those. They they both should pop up. You search those on Netflix. One of them's about intimacy, relationships, being comfortable in your body, and exploring intimacy with your partner. I thought that was really dope. Uh, Shanika says, I agree, Brandy. Trady says, anger will definitely get it good. Um, what? What? Tamala says, I agree. Clean room, pretty bad. Um, Charity says, a red room, the red room of pain. Was that on there? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay says, you mean the feng shui of the room? No, I'm talking about like the, I don't, I, I can't think of the word right now. Like the, the, but just the cleanliness, like it doesn't have to have a certain flow of it, but if your room is cluttered or if it's dirty or 
or like Russell said, just the bed's not made up, just certain things that subconsciously affect how sexy you feel when you walk into the room. I.e., if I walk into the room and it's laundry everywhere, it's kids, toys everywhere, I got to walk over stuff to try to get to the bed or to get to my partner. We got to, before we do something, we got to strip the, all the stuff that's on the bed. Like that detracts from the atmosphere and the environment. So it's not even the way things are placed in the room, but just the overall cleanliness and organization of the room. I hope that makes sense. Y'all have to watch it. Sure. Um, t- Go ahead. You want to read? No, I wasn't about to. Tamla says, I agree. Clean room, pretty bed. Um, I think I read that. Shanika says, I love a clean room. Shayla said, the ambiance. And Jay says, the one about the poly couple blew my mind. Yeah. It made me want to dedicate space in in our next house for that. At first, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is so silly. Like, who makes a profession out of that? But as we went through it, and she really, like, got into the deep essences of what the couples were struggling with. Like I could see how it's important to be able to either have your room set up in a way that is conducive to that, or just to be able to get away to a space that is just really meant for the two of y'all that y'all can lose your inhibitions. You don't have to worry about who going to hear you, who going to walk in and you have all the tools that you need at your disposal and different ways to explore. Like I would really love that. Not nothing raunchy, but just something sexy. For sure. For sure. Now the lady who hosts the shows, she's hilarious, but she is nasty. She, she old, old, she old lady, old, 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 old white British, British lady. lady. <laughs> hey, do you like that? Like it's just, <laughs> it's, uh, it, she's nasty, but she's really entertaining. Highly recommend if you haven't checked it out. Check it out. Um, I think it, it it's one of those things that makes you look at intimacy in your marriage outside of the norm mm-hmm. outside of the norm it makes you do some things and the goop one too i can't remember what it's called but i was laughing when you started reading the comments because i thought back to after we watched goop i always try to spice it up and there was this one couple who like they this dude cried he literally broke down and cried because he was laying on the table and they were like doing different things like sensations like like a feather on his arm maybe like the sound of like water pouring in his ear or something like so you remember, like we were like doing stuff like, like that, like like she was. Oh, it was like, like it was tantric, like, tantric yeah, like, stuff. Like that, like stuff. <laughs> you hear that? Is that good? Like we, it's like let's just try some stuff. It was funny. It wasn't funny, huh? It wasn't funny. When I think back on it, it's funny to be. <laughs> um, it's this one is called. I had to look it up. It's called Sex, Love, and Goop. There's one that's called the Goop Lab. That's a good one. But the other one is called Sex, Love, and Goop. And it's where participants explore kinks. And there was one. Remember, I cried watching that. Um, The lady who was having issues, like how she felt in her body. And she went and met with the coach. And she had her stripped down and stand in front of the mirror. And just start. Like a lot of that resonated with me just as a woman and the things that we go through the changes that we experience in our bodies especially after having children and just being to able to accept and love the version of us that we present every day and i thought it was really good absolutely yes all of this is on netflix uh jay said lol her freaky self was like you've never used the (laughs) yeah she was wild um so it's called how to build a sex room and the other one is called Sex, Love, and Goop, G-O-O-P. Both of them are very, very good. Speaking of clean rooms, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this. Is it like, 
is it like, do you give guys like a grain of salt? Like, because he's a guy, you just kind of expect him to not be as clean as girls. Like, when you go over to a spot, is it like, do you give him more? Because I know what guys like, if a, if a girl has like a nasty apartment, it's like, a, hey, yo, it's like, man, girl, yeah. girls being dirty is like a, I don't know, it's like an extra, like, I don't know. I'm be honest with you. You were the first guy's house that I ever like went over like that. <laughs> the setup. <laughs> <laughs> cleaned up like a mug when you came over so, for the first couple times i don't know how I, like i thought you were really clean um it, i'm gonna be honest with you like in that season i definitely was because oh that's not true it was, the other guy i two there were two guys house that i went over he was okay. really clean too but i think by just general definition he seemed like that yeah but when i came over your house i was pleasantly surprised it wasn't like I was expecting it to be dirty, but I was like, man, his house cleaner than mine. I just didn't have a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I just, just genuinely didn't have a lot of stuff, right? But so, yeah, your kids' room set up, and I yeah. mean, it was nice. Yeah, I was good with making them clean their room. So I don't think I'm the right person to ask that question to, because I was dealing with scrubs before that. They didn't have their own the, space. Dropping in the chat, do guys get some grace when it comes to like their spot not being clean, or is it like, is that a red flag? I would think that if, because I've seen, you know, you see those pictures on like Facebook or Instagram. You'd be like, y'all really be smashing in rooms like this. It'd be like the mattress on the floor with just debris everywhere. If it was something atrocious like that, there would be no way that I would lay my, like, I don't even like covers with the little beads on them. You know how like when you wash them a couple of <laughs> times and it'd be like the little lint. I don't like that. If I come over to your house and I ask for a cover, do not bring me that cover. Do you understand me? You, I'm that's you a 50. new level of boot. I don't like it. If you wash it too much, just go no, do that. No, we had a cover. Remember, we had two covers on our bed. Mm-hmm. And it was the one with the flowers. And I always I made sure about. that one was on the top. Because I didn't want it to touch my skin. And I know it's clean. It's mine. But once you start to get them little beady bees on it, it's got to go. <laughs> little beady bees. <laughs> I don't want it. When they get the little naps in the back, I don't want that cover. So I think I look at stuff like that. I'm very conscious of the types of hotels that I sleep in Mm. because I like I don't want to catch nothing. So if I come in your house and I'm kind of like, I don't know if something's going to come out and bite me. Yeah, I'm not going to stay there too long. And that's in general. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. That part. If you're my friend (laughs) or my potential mate, I'm not doing it. I grew up with a friend whose house was nasty and it was not something that I was used to at all. And I'd be over there like, and my mind will always make me take my clothes off where I came in, like all oh the way my in God. the house. She's like, you was over there. I'm taking it off. All right. All right. <laughs> Oh my god! So I grew up with a really aversion. A when I got an adult, I was like, I cannot do that. Oh my god! Um, let me see. With the so, uh, Jerick says he did the vampire in Brooklyn spell on his house. <laughs> um, Tabula says no lint balls. Yes, I don't like it. Jay says from the other perspective, it is a major turnoff when a woman's house is dirty. It's a major no no. Shanika said, Brandy, I'm with you on that. Please bring me a new blanket, and I ain't shame. I'm gonna ask for it too. Do you got a different one? That's all right. I'm not cold no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a freeze before I let the BDB. I'm touch not me. doing it. Uh, Jay says, "Oh, gotta shave that blanket before she come over." Something. Shay says, shave "I know who you talking about." LOL. Well, keep your mouth closed, Shayla. <laughs> Oh my God. Charity says, Hey, I have a laundry service and would pay for a cleaning lady just because I can. I keep a clean house with or without those things. And I think it's it's a difference between like a 
a dirty house and a messy house. I can say for sure our house is not is messy. Like we have five kids who come in and out of here. They leave toys everywhere until they leave. Then we do a mass clean until they come back on Tuesday. And then we right back in a cycle. The, the island stay cluttered. If I need it, I'm going to clean it off. But if you just walk in on the happenstance, the mail going to be on there. Some toys going to be on there. You know, it cups. It just happens. But if you talking about like you got roaches, you it's, it's dirty. I can't do that. I, but I give grace for messy. I give grace. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Got to. All right. Second random question. Is hearing I love you too much from somebody you're seeing a red flag? That is like not, a not too much. Total pivot. Not too what? much. Too soon. Like you've been dating for one month and he says, I love you. No. Is that a pivot? You told me after two mm-hmm. weeks. It's different. How? We had already dated for like, we already been in a relationship for like four years. You in did not know me. I was 16. Did, so let me ask you this. When you, when we got reintroduced to each other, did you really feel like you were starting all the way over? Yes. Or did, and I told or you Or did that. you have a part of you that felt like I've always felt connected to you or we've had like a, well, as you said before, a soul connection. Yeah, absolutely. Like it yeah. helped. Right. But yeah. I didn't, I felt like you were a stranger. Like. In my, but you already felt connected. Yes, to in me. my heart, yeah. there was something that was like, okay, this is more than what it is. But you have to admit that what our relationship was is different than somebody meeting on the internet and meeting at a bar for the first time. I don't know. I think those type of connections happen. I do, and I don't think a month is too soon. For sure. What would be the same day? <laughs> the second day, though, it's cool because you could have that great first day. Be like, I love you. You ask the question, I yeah. answer. The same day would be like, all right, you don't even know me, but you know, who knows what could happen in a month? Uh, I, that for me, I'd be skeptical as a month. <laughs> Jay says it's the military in me. Everything has to have a place and got to do a mass clean once a week minimum. Um, <laughs> Shanika says you didn't know me. He didn't know me. <laughs> No idea who I was. I was a totally different person. Yes or no? I mean, at the core. Our situation is the same because we've always said this. We've had this conversation before many times that we have a soul connection. So, yes, who we were, were different. We were in a different place in life. But who you were at your core, I knew you. So you don't think people can have a soul connection after a month? No. Interesting. Um, Charity says, no, absolutely not. Please let me know. Um, you don't even know somebody. Shanika also says, no, let me know how you really feel. <laughs> Thank you, Arinthian. So, so what I'm trying to say is like, after a month, like, I think you can ha- care for somebody a lot, and but like, it's all loving somebody. You don't even know them. Can, oh, so let me ask you, is it possible to know somebody in one month? No. How can you love someone you don't Well, know? I don't know. It depends on how much time we spend together. I think it depends on how much time we spend together. I can have an idea. The average human schedule are. where you work 40 hours a week. Maybe you got kids. Is it possible? to? I think it's possible to feel those lovey feelings after a month. Yes. Be in love with somebody. No, probably not. Knowing their whole about. self. But I've, I think it's possible to feel like, oh, my God, I, I love him. Like, I think I do. I believe in love. You're such a skeptic. <laughs> don't do that. I believe in love, but like you gotta be realistic. Get some like everybody right now is so hype on if you're not hip, Risa Tisa, 
like her story and her relationship. We was not supposed to talk about that on this show. Blew up if you haven't heard about it, but it's like 50 parts to it. I couldn't do it. It's not for me, but we did make it to part was like five, mm-hmm. five or six. And the part that I couldn't get past is within one month, y'all loved each other, had moved in with each other, and were within two months, y'all was pregnant and about to get married. And then you 50 parts into a TikTok story about, oh my God, who is this man? Huh? <laughs> you didn't know him. <laughs> you met him. And then within two dates, you moved in with them and quarantined with them for all of the COVID. Like, all huh? of the COVID. All of the COVID. <laughs> you didn't know him. Don't, I'm not sitting through 50. I'm not sitting through 50 versions of duh. Like, duh, <laughs> duh, duh. He said he bought a house and, like, didn't say anything. Oh, of course he didn't. <laughs> okay. Huh? All right. Um, yeah, because you're going to go a whole tangent. And Sorry. I did not want to talk about Risa Tisa. Tamla says, my husband has always, from day one, when he leaves me, says, I love you after 31 years. From day one. Nice. See? It happens. And they've been together 31 years. So from the first day you met him, he said he loved you? And they've been together 31 years. I don't think that's what she meant. Go <laughs> tell her what she meant. I think meant. she just meant like since he started that he ain't stopped. <laughs> okay. Jake says. Because how he wake up and tell you. Also, oh wait, hold on. Well, listen. Jerick says you should always tell anyone you love. Oh, you love them before you leave them or hang up on the phone. Period. It might be the last time. No part. Uh, Stacy says hello. Hey, Stacy, we've missed you. You've been gone for away from us for so long. I noticed she was back on Facebook. Welcome back. Um, Charity says I knew after a phone call I married my husband. Tamla says soul connection can be right from the beginning. Absolutely. Jay says in a month, it's still a little sketchy. We still going on dates and you haven't even spent the night for me to get to know you. Then get to know the real you. I don't think they took the mask off yet in the honeymoon phase. Shanika says I knew before we started actually dating, he was doing husband things immediately. Uh, Charity says, yeah, I'm not going to watch it either. Cliff notes, please. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Shadiqua says her story is wild for sure. Um, Shay says after a month, it's the infatuation that makes you think you love someone. But if you have experience, you know there are usual usually steps to relationships to develop true love. Um, That's that's where I land. Tamla, she said yes. She is talking about from day one. Stacy Kirksey says yes. Had to take a mental break. Miss y'all. Miss you too, Stacy. Yeah, I think I I think there's levels, right? Like there's. Um, one of the things that we, I think we've talked about this before, but like, you know, in the American language, we just have love, but in, um, other languages, there are multiple words that describe different versions of love. Like there's a different word for the type of love you have for a friend. There's a different word for the type of love you have for a lover, different where you have a type for somebody like you love someone with like every fiber of your being. Like there's different words for that. I think because we don't have that. Love is just this blanket term that we use really loosely. So when we first started talking, did we feel all those bubbly feelings? But when you weigh that up against, okay, when you come out of that infatuation phase and it's like, oh, no, I don't like how you communicate with your ex. Or, no, I don't like how you handle money. Or, I don't like how you argue. Then it's like, is this a mistake? Should we really do this? That that right there makes you evaluate, like, okay, is this really anchored in something that's true or is this, I just love you. Like, you're you're amazing. I like being around you. You make me feel things. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
there's levels to love is what I'm saying. So it's possible to have a version of love. But I think we should qualify this by saying, like, the version of love that you have in one date might not be the version of love that makes you grow old together. Because there's a whole lot of people, myself included, that said, I love you real fast and um, it didn't work out. Uh, Tamla says Dan still makes my heart flutter after 31 years when he come on Dan (laughs) Uh, come on Dan Charity's given the romantic love which is Eros the brotherly love with this filet filet what is that is it filet I I know what the word is but I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right filler yeah filler and then the godly love which is agape um I'm going to take another pivot because we missed the live that was connected to the dating episode. And I've been having thoughts about it was the one. Well, not dating, but we were talking about the singles and being out here dating and the dating pool has pissing and we didn't oh, have okay, the, yeah. the lie for that. And I have been thinking about I saw maybe a clip that kind of sparked this com- this conversation in my head about the investment that men make into dating and the return on the investment that they get. So when a man is interested in a woman or maybe even the woman is interested in the man and they go out on the date it is typical that the man is expected to pay for the date and then subsequent dates. And he's dating this woman and paying for these dates for something that may he may decide or she may decide they're not the right people for each other. And then he spent all this money into putting in the potential and then to figure out that that's not who it is for me. And is that is that fair? Because I'm feeling in my head like that's not really fair for him. That what? He's spending all this money on a woman who only to find out that she's not the one for him. So I don't think there's a fair and fair. There's certain things like that just aren't fair. But I think most of the things that we deem to be like should do's in the dating world or in the pre relationship world are all things that help us show qualities that we want to see in other people. The reason why most of the time you want the man to pay is because most women want to see that a man has a capacity to care for, provide for, and be security. Like when you look at things that are just polite, open them doors, pulling out chairs, the man should be seated in a certain place. The man should walk on certain sides of the street. Those are all things that speak to security. Same way as like a woman, like, you know, the certain things around predating the stuff that's like a girl should, a girl should, a girl should are all around certain qualities that most people deem like, okay, this is what I want to see in a wife or husband. So, I mean, that's just what it is. Like, you know, if you, for me, when I think of the ways that we use money, if I see you, I like you, I want to get to know you. And I'm possibly like, I want to be in a relationship with you. There's certain things I want to show you. Right. I agree with that. But in that process, you determine, Hey, yo, not of any like tragicness or ratchetness, but you just say we're not a good fit for each other. Now, we done been on, let's say, 10 dates and they've gotten more extravagant as the time goes on, only for us to conclude that that's a poor investment to me. Life isn't fair. People work on jobs for 20 years and they end up one day. I'm not talking about that. I'm specifically talking about dating. I just think it's a poor investment. Dating? I think I do think of the things that people put money into that have the capacity not to work things that hold no weight a car right now I'm paying a car note I'm paying a monthly note of some crazy I put gas into it out but you get a benefit from it until one day I could be driving and I hit a deer or something bad happens I had a car that I loved 
one day I'm headed somewhere, it's crashed. It's done for. It's gone. Everything I put into it is gone. But because I wanted the car, but because this is what I said I wanted, I want to take care of it, I invested in it. Wait, you got your use out of it. He I'm went cool. on them dates. <laughs> he was out at the table with that pretty girl. He had the benefit of the conversation. Like, it's not a wasted investment. Like, I think I'm we glad got, I ain't no man. I think we got to stop putting the stigma out of that. That's what that's the same type of thing that make dudes come to table like, well, I pay for dinner, so what what I get? Like I don't think it should be uh a benefit as in if I pay, you give me sex. I don't that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying the same idea of like what do I get? The date is enough. You're out with this woman, like you're I'm just this you asked my opinion, this is my opinion. I think the date is enough. Like you the man, you if you want to position yourself, because that same dude who would complain about having to pay for days, the same dude who's trying to say, I'm the man, you should respect me and blah, blah, blah. I'm supposed to be the head, I'm supposed to be leader. All right, well, then walk in that. So in that scenario, what are the things that you're looking for? So this is just dating. We're not sleeping together. We're not you cooking for me. You're not taking care of me. But as the man, I'm paying to take you out on a date and you get to see that I am a provider, that I am mannerable because I pull out your chair and open the doors for you. What are the things that the man is seeing in the woman by taking her out? Hopefully you're getting to know her. Like you're seeing her like this is, I think we got to stop looking at like money. Like You're like, what is like, what is the woman doing? She's, Getting to know, like I'm looking to see if you're kind, if you're generous. I'm trying to see, all right, do you have the qualities that I'm looking for in a woman I want to know? I'm like, do you go to church? Like, I'm getting to know you. The same thing that you're doing with the man. Like, whoever pays the bills, who pays the bill? If a woman says, hey, I'll pick it up and he's cool with that, I don't think anything's wrong with that. It's about what you want. But saying, man, I spent money on a date and we ain't end up being together, man, I was, that I was, sucks. I was <laughs> saying those things to get to the point of, I feel like it's a undue burden on men. We talked about on the episode um, about how I offered to pay for dates and how you said it was a, uh, what would you call it? A flex? I don't know what you call it. Not a flex, but you said I was pump faking by offering to I wasn't talking about you. I just said I enjoy it. I just said I, I like the pump fake. I like the, like, you know I'm going to pay for it, but I like the, would you like me? That's cool. I got it. Like, but I think my opinion is changing. Not on the fact, because I'm still, if I were dating, I would still be willing to pay. But um, I think my opinion is changing on dating overall, where before I kind of looked at it as like, yeah, that's the man's role to pay. If a woman offers, cool. But I really think it should be, it should be mutual. Like you're putting something, you're investing something, your time and your money into this, and I should be doing the same. That's how I feel. I just think money is such a, uh, uh, like low priority on the dating thing. Like, why? I feel like when you're looking at like where the money's going and dates is like, where are your focus at? Like, who is the person you going to date with? Like, get to know them. Like, if you're worried about man, I paid for three dates and it didn't work out, man. What? A, yeah, where's your head at? Like, get to know the person. Like the how much money you spend on dates? Yeah, and honestly, do it like that. Well, now that's a different conversation. If if you just not in a place to do that, then you shouldn't be going on dates. That like, don't take her to Chop House. Like, if you like, don't take her to Capitol Grill if you hurting. Like, but we talked about this on the episode where that's almost like a requirement. Well, that's a specific type of woman because I know plenty of women who is good with Cheesecake Factory who would be all too happy to sit there, eat, get to know you, and they're good with that. Some women 
wouldn't want to go to Applebee on the first date, but they're not going to disqualify a man for doing that. I feel like when God has somebody for you, they're for you. And the person for you won't be put off by where you're at in reality in life right now. That's 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 what I believe. I was talking about bringing on another episode and shit. I mean, bringing up this topic and Shayla said, we just need another episode. Jay says, hey, we don't have enough time to run the recap on that episode. So we need another one before the season ends, like Shay said. And both of y'all <laughs> are so wrong. Charity says, so we can't pay for each other meals. No, that's actually where I was getting to. Is I, I think that should be the standard. Um, she also says, or at most help pay. Jay says the marginal cost and marginal, that's marginal cost and marginal benefits. You got to decide whether or not this person is worth your time, energy, watering. If it's a Matilda's dad car investment, it's not worth it. I don't remember Matilda's dad car. He was a shady car salesman. Oh. <laughs> um, Tamla says, oh my gosh, what a complicated, deep conversation. I think a man should be the one should be the one to pay the bill on a date and open doors. Jay says it's a trial period to see if they're even worth it. Um, Tamela also says the woman can always spoil him like cooking for him. Stacy says I'm good with Mickey D's in a movie. It's the thought that counts. Jay says I've been on dates and the lady paid for our first date. I was dirt poor, but if the stigma is broken and the woman pays, please don't use it as a dagger later because he's not doing what he's supposed to and make him look like a buster. Stacy says, I don't mind buying. Yeah. Like I, I there's definitely, I mean, there's been dates where you paid, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's when we were in a full blown relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do think, I don't know. This is me. I feel like you go on that first date. I think the guy should pay. That's me. The first date, unless like there's something preconceived, you might have talked about it, but I don't know. That's just me. That's what I think. And I don't think I, I I don't think money should be that much of a factor in dating. I feel like there's so much more consequential things that you could be focused on. And if you after four dates it's like, man, I took her to Capitol Grill, bro. It ain't work out, man. I spent blah blah blah. It's like I think that's a legitimate great. I, but you I like, can't you can't control what works out and what doesn't. So to say, like you can't. But you, there are other ways to get to know people that don't cost money. That I don't think people are willing to invest in because the typical landscape is set is that like we go out to dinner, we go on excursions. But like the best way to get to know somebody is in a car in a driveway. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. It's not a big deal to me. It's like, I don't know. If you're hurting like that, then maybe you shouldn't be dating anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, it's, I don't know. It shouldn't have to be that big of a deal to where it's like, I don't know. It shouldn't matter who pays, but I think uh, if a guy's paying, he shouldn't be begrudged because it didn't work out. It's like, you chose to invest in that. Like you saw, saw, saw something. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. Charity Move says on. the best dates are free. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, Shay says, take me to the park or buy some water. No, for real. I mean, like I said, the, the, I, me and Russell went to extravagant places like theme parks and we had dates in the park and in our driveway. And I got to know more about him in the park and in the driveway. Not saying that it wasn't fun, going to restaurants and going to theme parks. But I think if the point of dating is to get to know somebody, then let's do activities where we legitimately get to know each other. And we just not going out to spend money. My opinion. 
Uh, Jay says it might be an ego thing too Like dang I spent all this money And she don't want to see me anymore Like you didn't have to spend all that money To realize this What type of dates y'all going on (laughs) The first time I broke the bank Going on dates is when I was like okay this is my wife (laughs) Like when I knew that I was like okay I'm going to rent out the movie theater Like like, for your birthday I'm showing out (laughs) But that's not like This is my wife at that point You know what I'm saying Yeah Shanika says She thinks that guys Think too much into a date And Jay says You knew she wasn't interested Before you paid for that Tomahawk steak That's I'm glad you said it Now that's where We get into issue When it's like When the date Becomes a way for me To win your affections Where I'm not sure how you feel about me But I'm gonna try to you know what I'm impress saying? Make you, you money. I'm trying to impress you with this fancy dinners or these extravagant gifts and extravagant dates. Now we're tiptoeing on issues. Now that guy might have a problem, but that's not what a date's for. Like you're just picking a scenario to like talk and get to know somebody, which is why like going to the movies on a first date is like, don't do that because you can't talk. Like, you know what I mean? You're just picking a setting to go talk to somebody. I don't know. I didn't, I don't come from that. So maybe I'm having a hard time relating, but I ain't doing all that for no dates. You got good personality, good conversation. Like you said, we can sit in the car and talk. Have a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. that. Yeah, And we can go somewhere. Either way, we're going to have a time. <laughs> We're the event. <laughs> Charity says, money doesn't impress me. Never have. Just pack a lunchbox full of snacks. We can sit in the car at the park or watching the sunset at the lake. Russell and I had the opportunity. And if you've been following us on any form of social media for a while to see to have a picnic date. Neither one of us had ever been on a picnic date and it was just at a a local park here. Somebody set it up for us with like finger foods and a Bluetooth speaker and a blanket. It was extravagant. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't wasn't just no blanket and food. This was I mean, it was a professional. She do this for a living. Like Like, she had it. She had it set up. There's no way you could be bored. <laughs> like activities. It was sexy out there. It looked like Jason's lyric when he was out in the field. I don't know if you know that, but it was just a beautiful scene. But it's literally yeah. one of my favorite days. Yeah. Yeah. When I think back to our favorite moments, it's not a lot of money. It was that picnic. It was sitting in the car. I remember one time, uh, was it, we drove out the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. We They were closed on inside for COVID, <laughs> so we literally just got like appetizers. We sat in the car, got a lemonade from Chick-fil-A. And just talked. We told our most extravagant stories to one another. Grand time. I think for people who are out there dating, I'm just going to say this is my opinion, but if you are dating in the dating world and the woman that you are looking to date is requiring extravagant things up front, that might be a red flag. I'm going to skip something, but I need to read this one because this is fascinating. So Kai says, I'm 19 and I would love with an exclamation mark for someone to just ask me on a date. People my age don't really date anymore. We can take a stroll in the park or just take a str- or just get to know each other in a coffee shop. That makes me sad. That's very sad. Y'all don't date no more? No, they just talk to each other on Snapchat and Instagram. Oh, that sucks. I've witnessed this with my son. I've I've literally witnessed this. I think in in high school, he was like, "Oh, I got to I got to do something like him. I go to the movies with a girl." Yeah, I'm about to say but I'm like, "Can we go get ice cream?" As soon as he hit college, it's just, it's not even about that anymore. Oh, I hit her up on Instagram. We've been talking. We we talk on Snapchat. We about to go hang out. I'm like, well, what does hang out mean? You know, like 
we just in uh, somebody's dorm room or apartment. Like we're not actually like actively dating each other. We talk for a little bit on social media and then basically we want to hook up. No. So what's happening. That's what I witnessed. <laughs> I remember when there was a shift when like I realized people were asking each other out no more. Like back in our day, like if whatever phase of the relationship we were in, mm-hmm. when we wanted to go to another phase, we had to have some type of verbal commitment. Like, Hey yo, like you want to like? Can we talk? Will you be my we, boyfriend? We're talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then when we was one, I was like, "Yo, will you go with me?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, that's my that's my girl now. Like, mm-hmm. you have to talk about it. And I was just like, "Y'all be situationing for so long." Then it's just like, okay, you know, we locked in. But I don't know. It's just weird. And the fact that dating is going the way we got to do something. We're the last generation of like. The old way of the world. We got to preserve some things now. And it kills me because, like, they still have the old school feelings attached to whatever it is that they was doing. I remember we had a whole therapy session with our son when we went to his college dorm about just a a situation that he was having. But there was just no clarity. Like, is she a girlfriend? Are y'all talking? Well, I mean, you know, we like you. You're you're frustrated. Because there's no defined aspects of this relationship. Like, you're developing feelings for something that there are no rules to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, man, these are things we just got to, like, go back to the foundation about. Dating is one of them. Sit, yo, Kai, I'm praying that for you. I'm praying that for you. Boo, I want you to I want you to have that. It's really an amazing feeling. Like, going, just, even when it don't work out. Mm-hmm. Like, dating is. is bomb. It was. Like you know even, what I'm saying? Even when it was up in the air for us, sitting out in the park was like, up hey, in yo, the air. I could, I could do this. Like, yeah. you want to go on another date? Is we going to come back here? Because mm. this was fun. That is the first place we met each other. We just were at the park. Yeah. In the hatchback of the truck. In a hatchback. <laughs> uh, Jay says, next day, we going to a hot wing eating contest. Because if you don't eat them down to the gristle, I don't want it. Period. Do stuff. That let you see who they really are. I, Russell has that one. If you if you want to find out if your girl is bougie or not, take her to one of them seafood restaurants where they put all the seafood in the bag and you really got to get down in there. Honey, I was licking my fingers and everything. Take these gloves don't off. Take they her, getting in the way. Don't take her nowhere where she could order a salad. <laughs> nah, let me see how you eat me. Let me see how you eat real food. Like... <laughs> Mad pause because yeah. yeah, that's not what I meant. But y'all are immature and you're childish. I just mean like, nah. Let me see how you like. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stacy says, "Show me the be- show me in- at the beginning. <laughs> What's it going to be like moving forward?" Jay says, "Cause why are you eating chicken wings with a fork?" Trudy <laughs> <laughs> said, "Hey, it's Bang Fest out he out there. What that is part. that? Oh, is that? Oh, I, I understand now. What Bang <laughs> Fest is? I thought she was talking about an event." Like, where that's at? <laughs> that part. says, um, young people be on the phone and don't even talk to one another. You just see ceiling fans. That like, why you? Worst. Like, why you FaceTiming? All day long. What's the point of having the ability to see someone's face? And at best, I just got forehead. It's like, just call. Literally. Just text. My son would be down here screaming <clears throat> and hollering playing Call of Duty. I come down here and be like, yo, you're loud. I hear somebody giggling on the phone. He ain't talking to nobody, but somebody's just on Facetime watching you yell at your video game. Yo, we was we would be in middle school giving it up on the phone. I couldn't see you, but we just you hang up. No, No, you you hang hang up. up. No, you hang up. I love you. (laughs) I love you too. And then watch this. (laughs) 
<laughs> you not hanging up until until Brenda get on the phone to say, Lil Russell. I know you better be. <laughs> All right, baby, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Used to give it up on the phone, boy. Stop playing with me. It's just not happening. It is a really sad time. I'm thinking of our younger kids that are coming up, and we gotta instill that in them, especially the boys. Like, I just feel like they, if we raise them like that, they're gonna grow up like in a world that they don't fit in. They're gonna be the suckers. They're gonna be the suckers. It's like he talking about he want to take me out to eat, girl. Bye. <laughs> like what? I'm trying to see what's popping. Nah, we, we gotta raise it right. We gotta do it. We gotta show them the way. Show them the way. Uh, these young kids. Shanika said these young kids' favorite line is "What's your Instagram?" Absolutely. Now I ain't gonna lie. I'm with that one. Uh, I'm with that one because it's like I wish there was a level before we give them access to like communicate with us all day. Like before we had social media, it was just like if I want to get to know you, I gotta give you my number. Y'all used to get a fake number. Right where you just t- lie to them about your name and your number because mm-hmm. you don't really want to deal with them. Now you can just let them. You get another follower. You don't got to talk to them. It's perfect. Low like, key, that's how I remember the number, the white chicken little, because I used to give it out to dudes who I like. What's your phone number? Five one seven seven eight seven three nine nine one. I knew it off the back of my <laughs> white chicken. Hello. Can I speak to Brandy? Hey, yo, Brandy, there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got the wrong number. Man, bro, I swear to God, bro. <laughs> I had that number dialed back. This this my number caught me. I usually use the time, but then most people knew what the time was, so then I switched to white chicken. There you go. Nah, I like that. I like that. Yo, nope. Uh, at Russell the Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up on IG. Yeah, I have no intention of ever communicating with you. <laughs> Shayla said, Brandy, don't eat salad. I grew up. I eat it a little bit now, <laughs> but I'd rather have some seafood. Um, Charity says that phone life is now for phone sex. Ew, gross. Uh, Jay says FaceTime is their way of spending quality time together. I miss them calling me when my minutes is in the minute. Yeah. Minutes is free when phase. When my minutes is free phase and be dog tired at first hour because you was bootcaking all night. But don't the, the real ones is when you would fall asleep on the phone with each other. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Real love. Dum, 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 I'm searching. Oh, I feel sorry for these kids. Man, yo, y'all gotta. Yeah. Parents, if y'all got parents in that age, teach them. No, not the white chicken little. Yes, that was. It was an easy number to remember. My mom loved white, so I had to call it a lot to place orders. When I got out here in the dating world, here go my phone number. They don't like even the back of my hand. Phone numbers don't even matter no more. Kids don't even know their mama number. I work in the school. They're like, can I call my mom? Yeah, go ahead, sweetie. Go ahead. Call. You can call your mom. Can you give me the number? Huh? <laughs> can you look it up? Why don't you know your mama number? Because you just got to push the button now. Yeah, I don't got my phone on me. Just, But what if it's an emergency? <laughs> like, if you're stranded and you lose your phone and someone lets you borrow their phone, you can't call them. Like, they're not enough. You got to call the police now. And you just need a ride. Kids don't know their phone number or their address. Because I ain't going to lie. I don't know how many times my IT will be like, what's the address? Bro. You, he like, I know how to get here, but you don't like, it's just that stuff we, che- we teach kids now. It's beyond me. I remember my, I remember my old house number. I know my dad, my mama's cell phone number. I remember all of that stuff. You don't know my phone number. You still be having to double check. For, don't wait, your, tell it on the air. I thought you meant your old phone number from back in the day. Oh, nah. Oh, I know your phone number. Don't do that. You want me to say it? No, I, bet I, you don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't, but I'm going to test you after this. You say it? Nah, <laughs> let's test it right now if you so sure. Have <laughs> uh, people blow your phone up. Uh, Charity Oh Shay said We had them landlines Definitely did I had my own phone line Charity says Get in a call now Is royal All you need Is an email address To call now It's true That's all my son got That's real uh, They don't even know Their social security number anymore No absolutely not 
They don't. I know Michael don't know his. They don't. You're gonna have to call me every time. They just gotta grow up. You be an adult, you're gonna learn that thing. <laughs> hey, remember them little black book days? I never had a little black book. I never had a little black book. I never book. went there. I had one, but it had no numbers in it. I used to just write numbers Tragic. down to make my friends think I was doing something. <laughs> I never was a player. Tragic. <laughs> First page, Brandy. <laughs> That's it, yup. Jerry says, I'm a driver. These kids truly don't know where they live or how to get there. It's very true. Uh, you can't follow everybody. Some people just not good with directions. So I don't about that? appreciate I still don't know where I'm going in life. No, that's true. I, I don't appreciate a lot of things about my ex-husband. But one of the things that I do appreciate, yes, I said it, um, is the fact that he teaches my son and our daughter those like real life things. Say ex, say say my children's father. <laughs> don't say one thing I appreciate about my ex husband. I said I, I said I said I don't. What? One thing I appreciate about my ex husband. One thing is that he teaches them the real life stuff. Like one thing I really loved about my ex wife, y'all, is how she what? <laughs> uh, you've said it several times. One thing, some of the things I really love about her is mm. that she mm. she really she don't make a it's beef. Said it. Anyway, we gotta go so we step can argue, it on my y'all. complete moment. Um, but he teaches our kids those real life things. Like our six year old is like, we're on Cooper Street, we're on Ganson Street. Like they know to pay attention to the street signs so they won't get lost. I think that's a lost art that we really gotta teach our kids is like how to get around without a GPS. No, you don't. How to call some? Yes, you do. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> What's a, remembering somebody's phone number? Being polite when you walk in somebody's house. Like this is stuff that we still need to teach our kids. This this is a lost art of just like manners and common sense. Completely lost on this generation. Now I'm sounding like an old person, so we can move on. I'm never gonna know how to read no map. <laughs> not, not not necessarily read a map. I gotta get the text. We go. I'm talking about reading street signs or highway signs instead of following. The GPS. Mm. Like, if it glitch and you don't know how to read an exit sign, what you going to do? What? If it glitch? Yeah. I'm go to MapQuest. Lord. And I, if that I, don't work, I'm, I'm going talking about this Waze. to the wrong person. I'm going to Apple. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. There's your phone so down? many what options. If your phone die, you ain't got to charge it. I'm going to go somewhere and charge it. <laughs> Boy, back. Go off the exit, say, guys, I'm going to charge it. Says, sir, please. No, and we be, back. He's being dead serious. He be, we be in the car going to Target, and he be like, which way should I go? I legitimately, my brain just don't work like that. Like, I have a good brain. I appreciate the one I have. It is not geared toward directions. <laughs> really I have lived here for the majority of my life. Don't know where I'm going. It's really I know sad. how to get here and the places I go. If you want me to go off the beaten path, tell me how to get there. Don't let it be. Don't no just be like, well, I know if I'm on high, I got to turn down bitter. Because if I cut down bitter, it's going to put me on. I don't like, Who knows? I don't know. I'm just impressed by the fact that you know that high and bitter intersect. Coincidence. Had no idea. Had no idea. I knew they was Wait, on the same side of town. No, they don't. High and Biddle don't intersect. They go the same yeah, way. Yeah, they do Biddle cut through High yeah. and Morel. I'm making all this up. I have no idea. Listen to me. The whole world is a maze. <laughs> the whole world is amazing. You want me to figure out how to get through the maze? No. I got a whole system of infrastructure for that. I am not using brain function for that. I refuse. Jay said one thing you appreciate about your baby daddy. Uh, Charity says you're in high school and should definitely know your address. Um, Shanika says, I feel beef. Jay says better. You feel it? Thank you. And (laughs) Charity's an instigator. Better teach him how to read a map just in case the towers crash again. That part, because AT&T had people lost with directions today. Eddie said. Oh no, Jay said that. Jay instigated. 
No. Um, Charity says, hey, you ain't never going nowhere with me. Jay says, blame the roundabouts. We all lost. Uh, Biddle goes through Francis. Yes, it is not. Biddle and High run the same direction. I rest my case. <laughs> Sheila says, my directions are crazy, too, and a map is more confusing. Y'all terrible. If the zombie apocalypse come, you on your own. You're not going to hold me back. Nah, just tell me where to go. I'm a, <laughs> like, why we why we gotta suffer? Everybody got their strengths, right? So what's your strength in this? Some if if a zombie if a dead zombie fall on you, you can't pick them up. I'm gonna get them up off you. See, brute strength. Brute strength. You are gonna need that. <laughs> if zombies out here, you are gonna have to fight. Okay, <laughs> that's right. why I come in here. We're having sleepy conversations. Let's wrap this thing on up, <laughs> please. <laughs> What I'm doing. This is the episode about nothing. We ain't talked, we just talked about a little bit of everything. Charity says, I learned to read a map in elementary school. I had to go sit with our son, sorry, yesterday right. in his class. And that's actually a skill that they were teaching them is how to read a map. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed the last episode of season Amazing. five. Jay said, y'all better come pick me up so we can survive. Lord, help us. Yeah, we need ex-military on our camp for sure. What? Jay said, we got to come pick him up in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> he ex-military. He got to come. You know how to shoot a gun. I'm going to beat. My assignment is strength and morale. Leadership. Keeping everybody together. That's me. Okay. Um, You can be on. I'm the brains of the operation. There you strategy, go. Tactical. Completely. Tactical strategy. There we go. Boom. Um, we need somebody who can grow food and survival skills. Someone who know how to be outside. That ain't neither one of us. No, nah, that's nobody we even know. We gotta find them. There's gonna be somebody we pick up along the way. Don't they teach that in the military? Nah, I ain't never seen Jay outside. <laughs> no, dude. I see him outside on his way inside. That's it. <laughs> Shanika says last episode Charity said leaders read maps Exclamation point exclamation point exclamation There's point. more than one kind of map hmm? There's more th- We're going more than one place Okay right There's more than one kind of map The Bible can I tell you Is a map as it were Right now where it I'm might done. not tell you Where to turn I'm directionally done. And geographically It will tell you to turn Spiritually to Jesus Ooh, ooh, a map, as it were. Huh? Huh? Listen here. Don't start with me. It's more of a kind of map. <laughs> Stacey says she'll make the fire. Trady says she'll cook. Shayla says, I'm going to die, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She is. I ain't going to lie. I know her. Real it's the good. blunt, honest assessment. I'm going to die, y'all. She's going to be the first and one to go. And not you doubling down yeah, on it. Yeah, she's going to be the first one to go. Now, you just got to join our camp. We got you. Don't even trip. Now, if somebody, if we have a tragic event, like we witness a mass killing, she can help talk everybody down because she is a licensed therapist. There we go. Mental health on the way. But that don't help you when the zombies get there. Um, Jay says, I'll shoot from, from the air conditioning. And Shanika <laughs> says, I'll go get the wood for the fire. And we're good. Charity hey, says, the Bible. Who not finna survive? We survive. We got a team. We got a team. <laughs> yeah, we good. I was trying to think of anything we're missing. Do you might oh wait. I know you're in the military. Do you like you can handle weapons? Yeah. That's okay. like what they teach you in basic training. He said he's gonna shoot from the air conditioner. I thought he gonna shoot from the air conditioner? What yeah. does that mean? Air condition, like the air conditioned space. You say he he don't be outside. Oh, <laughs> Catch up. <laughs> I thought he was gonna keep us cool. I was like, all right, brother. All right, air conditioning. Oh, no, in the apocalypse seems like she's a, so too. 
Huh? Charity says she sew too. So. So she can sew. Oh, not us not us being warm. <laughs> not my jeans getting fixed when they rip, trying to get over the, the barbed wire fence. We there. We out here. Jay says, do they have beer in the apocalypse? You no. got to loot and then that's it. And once it's gone, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Right, not God. you being drunk trying to shoot. You already out the <laughs> camp, brother. You buzz trying to shoot out the air conditioner. What are we doing? <laughs> you worry about the wrong thing. The zombies out here you trying to get a beer. See? All right, John. We got to go. For real. It's, it's sleepy time. Absolutely. We've gone way past. Listen, we will see you in season six. Hope you guys are well, blessed, and until we see you next time, we love love. And I just, I was uh-huh. going to say, y'all know that we can't stay away. So we will be back in some form periodically, but. I don't know how long we're going to be gone is the question. We don't know yet. But we will keep y'all abreast on the details. Okay, now you can do it. I did it. I ain't do it again. You, 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 you always remember that we love love. Y'all should love love too. Peace. Peace.